long loads of bullshit. I hit the right button this time. Last week, I recorded it to the cloud, so we didn't have an episode last week. I'm here with my good man, Uncle Dig from the Bad Seed Chronicles. How's it going, Uncle Dig? Hey, 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 I'm doing good. And usually we start bong loads and bullshit off with a little bit of what we're smoking. So, Dig, I will ask you because I know you fucking had a bunch of pregame joints and shit. What are you smoking on, dude? I, before the show, I smoked... There it is. I smoked a joint of Durban Poison, which is an old favorite of mine. I got a pretty good deal on it. It was like $6 a gram. I don't know what that works out to an eighth. Um, or no, it was less. It was like a it was like a $20 bag of like machine trimmed uh, nugget nuggins. Right. But they they were honestly, they were pretty big for popcorn nugs. And I think I got I got a, I got like a quarter for like less than 20 bucks. I'm smoking cheap weed, weed again, folks. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't take good care of though. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good. And then, um, in the bong today, when I start hitting my bong, I have, uh, some blue blackberry, blackberry that, uh, from auto flower that I grew, uh, indoors this year from, uh, you know the company with the flag. Oh my god, I can't. Scotsman. No, there's it's another one. Oh god, oh 420 god. fast buds. Yes, okay. yes, okay. yes, yes. I was like, I was like, I forgot the name of the seed. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. Good shit. Good shit. Um, I'm gonna ruin it by lighting it with a torch, and everyone's gonna get mad at me. Uh, I, I wasn't mad. I just thought it was funny when you did that. I don't. I, you, you smoke <laughs> your weed however you want to smoke it, sir. There's no judgment here. That's you could you could. You could put I, it in water and inject it. I don't care. I put, I put, I put, I put people off because I'll go from like a really clean bong, and then I'll roll like a connoisseur paper, right. and then I'll grab like a dirty bong and grab like a a beaut. This isn't even a, a like a lighter torch. This is a uh, like a chef torch, a, a soldering torch. Oh, <laughs> damn! Even more. We've got we've got one of those like I like the creme brulee torches that we used back before I broke my banger, and. Uh, so, you know, speaking of, I'll get this out for the what we're smoking in a minute. Anyway, yeah, that I, I, I've got that, and I can't light cigarettes or bowls with it because when I do, everything just it turns it into ash immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes it kind of not worth. I got a better bud hooked me up. I need to get it maybe for next episode. They actually gave me to test for the show uh, a little a dab container, and it's half full of keef and half full of uh, something called isolate, which I wasn't super familiar with before this. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Are you are you familiar with isolate? isolate like mm. it's not distill it it's not it's isolate isolate and it's, it's like crystals yeah it is it looks like meth it looks like the shit oh, that i used yeah, to buy yeah. on the street okay Indy. um the people that i have i have experienced that with didn't call it isolate they called it crystals man okay so like so crystals you know because it looks like that's what it looks like um i i i find that like the more you concentrate THC mm-hmm. and eliminate the terpenes, um, the flatter the high is. So I don't really go for that stuff. Right. But it is a novel experience. And if you haven't had some, go ahead and try it, folks. But to me, it's like the whippet of weed, you know, like uh, like whippets are like, like, no, not like I'm not saying you should do whippets or anything like that. I'm saying like, well, I mean, oh, the so whippet high is very fleeting. It's like, wow, I'm on yeah. whippets. And then you're like, oh, the whippet's gone. Oh, I better do another whippet. That's what distill. It's like it's like very like woo. And then like, oh, where to go? Like that's what that's I what thought a you lot meant of that, like you smoke distillate and then you go like have gay sex in a club bathroom. No, see, you guys, right. people do not confuse poppers with, with whippets. whippets. Fuck, I did it again, Please, folks. You're right. You're right. Listen, you're right. Listen, if you're gonna like, if you bring a, a whip cream charger to a gay sex party, people are gonna get mad at you. I mean, they'll right. do them with you, but it's not right. It's not know. the vibe everyone's after. Okay. No, they're looking for that that sexual enhancement, and yes, I got to mix okay. up. That's on me, fearlessness. Okay. Right. And I apologize. I do, and they're close, right? Nitrous oxide, amyl yeah. nitrate, amyl nitrate. That's what got me. <laughs> amyl nitrate's the one that smells like old feet, and they smell it like you have to go to the head shop and ask for a video head cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I've never, I've never, I've never actually done amyl nitrate. Um, my uh, knowledge of amyl nitrate is purely academic. I don't know what yeah, that like says about me that it's academic, but it's, I okay. research. Now, let me get on to what I'm smoking now that I've already introduced something that needs cut from the show. Um, I was eyeballing these for a minute. These are some tribe dog, dog walkers, and I've had these before. I didn't buy them at my dispo of choice of better bud for a long time because they're a little pricey and I don't like to pay that much for pre-rolls, but 
I'm not sure if this is a smaller package or the price got dropped, but this shit was only $20. It's their hybrid blend. It doesn't say what the, the strain is. Apologize there. Um, it's got 11, so 4.4 total grams, 11.4 gram pre-rolls that I got for 20 bucks. And uh, it's pretty good. And these are, uh, they're tribes. So they're like whole flower pre-rolls. They're not like yeah. shitty, like trim off the bottom of the fucking machine pre-rolls. And I can actually hit it without choking. Yeah, there's a, there's been, uh, I've seen, a, I've seen that more in the market recently where people have like the sativa blend or the hybrid blend and like i don't really like that but um i have bought it before and it wasn't bad but i kind of like knowing what strains are in my stuff i oh, see as an edible user i'm so used to never knowing at all unless you want right. to go buy the the fancy like ter- preserve like yeah we got the whole profile edibles which do exist but they cost like a million dollars um, well, I mean, why? I mean, basically, I mean, if you're, if you're using butter as your fat, you can preserve some terps, okay. uh, depending on like, like, okay, so for a perfect example, so like, if I'm if I'm making butter, a lot of times I'm not necessarily making it for flavor, right? But if that weed absolutely tastes like shit <clears> and it's trim, I'll throw it out, right? Like, I'll literally like be like, num num num. What does this weed taste like? Right. <laughs> no, but, you know, put it in my mouth like a fucking goat. My buddy, right. my buddy Lucas taught me that. Like, you want to know what it's going to taste like in an edible? Right. Put it in your fucking mouth. And it'll actually give you an idea. Of the yeah. Taste. And so like, so and a lot of weed kind of tastes like, <coughs> because I cure my trim before I make it in edibles because I store it because I don't use it right away. Right. So like I'll pull out a jar and I'll taste it. And sometimes it's not good anymore. I end up having to throw it out because I keep it too long for years. But right. then sometimes it'll be good and it'll taste like basil or like <coughs> almost like dried tea leaves because it's been in there so long, but it still has right. THC. I've had that tea leaf taste on weed before with like shit that wasn't quite properly cured. My old grow, one of my old grows, uh, oh, okay. tasted like a lot like a bag of tea smells. So yeah, I get you there. Well, yeah, and, and it depends on the terpenes too. Some of them don't age like that. Some of them just kind of lose it. Right. But yeah, the uh, I, I some weed tastes bad in brownies. It does. Yeah. It, like if you... So I don't filter my butter. So when my butter comes out, it looks fucking green, dude. <laughs> like, That's yeah, the green butter. I've gotten that too, making it actually. And like, it tastes exactly. good, dude. If your oh, wheat I don't good, know about tastes, that, but it gets you high. Oh well, that's the thing. You mix it with stuff. So like, t- here's what you did. You need to do a pot chocolate. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before. It's more of a winter thing. Okay, you talked about the caramels, not the chocolates. Oh, okay, so hot no pot chocolate. So you take hot chocolate, regular mm. hot chocolate. In a, in a cup but okay. before you put the chocolate in you mix about a pate of weed butter into the hot water Ooh. you want to you want to look for an indica with like jaeger's a good one purple hindu kush is another one like the purples that have that like sweet funk but when okay. you mix that in with the hot chocolate it starts to taste like cookie dough <coughs> oh yeah num 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 ah. num in a, and i call it pot chocolate because your hot chocolate has pot in it now and it's like that's pretty legit it, Something. Yeah, dude, it's it's fire. It's fire, dude. You should try that. I know like people butter and drinks. It's a fad, whatever, for a few right. years. But like this is Coffee. legit. If you want to get high from your chai, you know, whatever. Do you do all kinds of stuff? That would be good, too. Mixing it with chai. There was that thing going around for a minute that does sound good. There was that thing going around for a minute where uh, back, like you said, back in the day, people were putting butter and coffee and saying that yeah. the butter helped like your body accept more of the caffeine or make more out of it. I don't know. But anyway, that's, that's, that's super cool. Um, I do something kind of similar, but I make like an alcohol based uh, distillate and I, I try to preserve the turps using a Mason jar using a technique I got, but uh, I take it and then I evaporate it out so that all I have, all the liquid I have left is basically distillate stuff. No, I fucking missed a step. God damn, Evan. I take this mixture. It's green dragon. It's just alcohol and weed mixed up and I dump it over like half a bag of sugar or maybe a little less. And then I let all the alcohol evaporate out. I blow a fan over it. And then in the end you get a bunch of like green sugar and you can just put it in your coffee and that shit, man, that's like an instant hippie speedball. That shit is good as fuck. Distillating his bond here. So I'll keep on with that. So what I'm doing with that process, basically for the listeners who might not have listened way, way back to the episode is you can decarb weed. And then if you have a magical butter machine like me, or you're feeling really stupid and risky and dangerous, you can do it otherwise. But there are ways where you can make something called Green Dragon, which is a mix of, of cannabis. And um, in my case, I like to use Everclear. And whenever you make that, you can then, like I said, evaporate the alcohol left so that all that you have left over is like a distillate that you can then get high from. Yes. 
Yes. Concentrates. How exciting. Um, I, I, I have kind of a weird relationship with concentrates. Mm. I prefer flour almost exclusively to concentrates. Um, when I, I vape, I, yeah, I'm, I'm weird. I'm like some weird old hippie or some shit. Um, but, um, a lot of people like that. I like, um, I like it for the convenience it could offer. Like one thing that edibles specifically, I think are good for is like, if you're, if you're a, a pretty heavy cannabis consumer, um, especially if you, you like to smoke an edible can knock your ass out in a way that sometimes <laughs> weed won't anymore. Like, right. You know, like when you're when you're when when you're young in the game, or if you don't develop some some overuse habits around cannabis, some indicas you just hit a big bong rip of, and you're like, oh, uh, well, I'm done uh, now. I will just fall asleep. Now I'm wired a little different, so that didn't always happen for me anyway. But it does help me sleep. But if I'm having trouble sleeping, it's like, so you do the you do the you do the Uncle Dig blast off. There's no there's no escaping this. Okay. I want to hear this, man. Okay, you do. You hit your, you hit like a little like indica like pen, right? While you're rolling your your joint, so you roll a gram indica joint. Mm-hmm. You drink a pot chocolate while you're smoking the joint, and that. you do a dab before that, or you hit a vape pen. You will go to sleep, sir. Uh, that I, I guess I need to try that. I it, it's been a very long minute since weed has really been able to knock me out. The most I get is like if, if I've been dry for a minute, like and I take some, like maybe it'll help me sleep. Oh, you know what the you know what the game is? You're a nicotine guy too, right? You still yeah. smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. And you smoke pretty constantly, right? Uh yeah, when I'm working or reporting, yeah. Okay, dude. You know what you need to do? Don't like before you go to bed one night, if you really want it to knock you out, don't smoke for like an hour. Don't smoke oh, cigarette, man. right? So like like it, until it kind of fucking hurts, like it Torture. feels wrong. Yes. But then, okay, you hit the weed, you hit the weed pen. Mm. And then you give in to that cigarette. You do a dabarette. <laughs> so you you get your, your your cigarette fix. Then you smoke the joint. By the time you're done with the joint, the stress drop and the endorphin <laughs> drop as the pot chocolate's kicking in, I guarantee you, you'll get like a solid eight hours no matter what you do. You'll just rack out. Dude. It'll destroy you. That's legit as fuck, too. Uh, you, you do hear about a... Nicotine being like a really, really strong potentiator of all sorts of substances too. Like back when I was on speed, you know, I would light them off each other and I would make the speed feel better. And opioids, like, so yeah, I think it's the same thing with weed. You can make the weed buzz hit better by uh, smoking cigarettes. So smoke cigarettes and do bad things is what I'm saying here on Bongloads and Bullshit today. Um, damage your health. Go out and inject inject drugs into your veins. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do it. Like, folks, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you start smoking cigarettes. There are... You will look really cool, though. Well, it depends. Some guys look cool when they smoke cigarettes and some guys don't. Um, it, it, it just it depends on some factors. Um, you got to have kind of goofy teeth to look good smoking. Oh, a cigarette. I'm, I'm solid. oh, dude, like I've got one like front tooth that's bigger than the other one. So right. it looks kind of goofy. You got to have kind of goofy teeth because it like offsets and actually makes it look charming instead of weird. Um, what was I talking about? We we're talking about. Sm- oh, so if you want to use nicotine to uh jump start the weed high and you don't want to develop a horrible horrible habit like smoking cigarettes maybe first of all don't do it on a regular basis that's one way to not develop a habit and also maybe maybe do it a little lighter maybe roll a blunt they that's tobacco right that's a one-time thing you didn't buy a pack of <clears throat> you bought a pack of two a lower investment um you could i i like oh god i'm gonna show you my nasty hookah don't don't judge me i, I love hookah so you take one of these yeah, and uh, you put the tobacco in there and then on top of the tobacco and in it, you mix the weed and then you put hash. Yeah. Now, um, and then you smoke it together. Now you can try smoking it without Cisha. Yeah. But the smoke's a little dry and harsh. harsh. It's not as good. That's I can't, I can't smoke hookah anymore. Um, my love, I, something about the tobacco gets to me now. I can't mm. smoke cigarettes either. It's weird. Like I, I used to be like Evan. I used to smoke like two, three packs a day. Right. But now if I try to smoke a Marlboro Light, I die like you just gave a teenager a cigarette. Damn. I dude. might as well be 13, you know, at the softball plus allegedly smoking at the fucking softball pit when my dad was playing softball with this yeah. hot teenage girl or whatever. However, you found cigarettes and realized that they made you look sexy. Grew up um, smokers. That's all. Tales <laughs> all this time. <laughs> my parents didn't smoke. 
Mm. So, oh, dude, my whole family smoked. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh no, yeah, my 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 no, I'm the only one in my family that ever. Well, no, in my in my nuclear family, like my you. grandparents, because everybody's grandparents smoked, man. Oh yeah, everybody's grandparents smoked like Winchesters or like fucking uh spirits uh, or whatever. And, nah, yeah. fuck that shit. My grandpa smoked Lucky Strikes. Lucky Strikes is one, yes, yeah, so that's another. He's dead as fuck from those things too, man. Yeah, they they killed his Man, I, the Marvel menthols are gonna get me if I don't get quit buying them. I love them. I love oh, them. you gotta stop. Like eventually, I know I do. I know I do. Oh yeah, you are. Oh, and drinking have killed every on my on on the paternal side of my family. Smoking and or drinking have killed every male. Every male that has recently died um, has been due to smoking or drinking. And I not like told, getting like not like getting in a car wreck. Like just like uh, they drink so long that then their bodies fail them and they die. Yeah, I just got told by my my nurse practitioner that. Like I should quit drinking. Like I don't really drink. Like I don't like I'll drink right. like once a month. And she's oh, like, you should probably, she's, prob- she's probably like, oh, well, you should, pro- you know, with your liver and stuff, you should probably just not, not even have that one a month. I'm like, that's fine. And I'm like, it's no big deal. I don't drink enough. And, and then I got home and I'm like, fuck, now I want my one. Now, a month. now you want to drink. Yeah, right, right now. Cause someone now I, now I know I see, I told me I'm not going to drink and it's fine. Let someone else right. tell me, even if for my health, like, oh, you can't drink. Now all I want is a fucking bourbon and Coke, bro. Oh, yeah. Every day. Not going to do it, but God, do I want a fucking bourbon. Oh. That's how it's going to be with cigarettes for me. Like, whenever I had to go oh. to Atlanta, and I do have a story for that here in a minute. That I'll, you experienced part of all my story. But, uh, like, when I was at work, not smoking wasn't a big deal because I was working. Um, and it just it's not an issue. But whenever I'm just, like, sitting around idly and I know I can't have a cigarette and it's just a matter of not having one, <laughs> it's going to kill me. And I'm going to need, like, gum. And a number of other things to make that shit work. Now I will flip it around. We kind of came in without much of a topic this show because last week we had a topic and you know the internet problem happened. And but I do have something that I wanted to bring up. And I, I struggled with whether I was going to even say this at all because it does have elements of me committing maybe a crime. But this is a weed podcast. I am all about giving the listeners some helpful weed information. And I think this is a topic that can help a lot of people if they do any traveling. So I'm just going to come right out with it. Um, I had a business <laughs> trip here last week. And I was flying to a state that does not, I don't have a medical card there is what I will say for that. I was going to a place where I would not be able to have access to weed. Um, I medicate, and this was a work trip, I would note again. I medicate mostly not for physical symptoms, but for anxiety. And this was my first time really leaving the house for an extended period for like two years and leaving my family alone for any period of time. My first time going to like a work function and needless to say, I was stressed and not having weed wouldn't have been an option. And I was being flown in. And so I ultimately made the decision, hypothetically, to take a bunch of edibles on the plane to make sure that I'd be okay when I got off the plane in this other state. And this is all hypothetical. This is not something that I actually did. This is all entertainment for the show. And what I did hypothetically was after some wearing, I thought, well, maybe I'll take a vape pen and tell them that it's 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 a tobacco. And then I thought, well, no, because the vape doesn't really get me high. I thought, well okay, I'll sneak some gummies on the plane, but I'll put them on a baggie. And then I'll just say, yeah, these are just my sugar snacks. And I thought, no, those are gummies. I'm paranoid. I don't want to get busted. So what I ultimately ended up doing was taking a bunch of like activated cookies and activated breakfast cereal and other shit and putting it in a baggie, some activated little mini pop tarts. And then (coughs) with that, I also mixed some legit breakfast cereal. Then I put it all in my carry on bag. They didn't say a fucking word going out. Now, coming in, though, there's a real issue. I'd emptied my bag because I'd gotten rid of all my weed in the, 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 of course, my business stay. And although I had hypothetically been told over and over that the, uh, the, 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 the dogs, the TSA dogs only smell for explosives, my bag, which didn't have anything besides edible crumbs in it, got hit. And I had to go into a side office and have some fucking cop take my bag apart completely. And I almost missed my fucking flight because there are like six edible crumbs in my bag. And the dude was like, well, sometimes the dogs don't hit or did they hit and it's nothing there. And I'm sorry, sir. And it's just like, okay, yeah, cool, man. That was scary as fuck. Even though I didn't have anything on me. Evan's using cover for his real business trip down there. He's like weed. Yeah. yeah, Weed. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the place I was going, you could get weed if you had a card. So, you know, (laughs) if I'm going to smuggle weed to a state, it might not be that one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have family in Texas, and that's a big part of why I don't go down there, man. Like, it's like, like, I could, I could, I could, I mean, my options are pretty limited. They are checking at the airport. Like, theoretically, it might be okay. 
but like okay so let's say i get i get a, a, a like a bag of like what like weed candy through through then i gotta ride i gotta take that in a cab or in somebody else's car who didn't consent to riding dirty in texas right i put them in a fucked up position oh or i tell them and they're complicit because guys for for reference in certain parts of texas God damn, if you get caught with a roach, you are turbo fucked. Right. Like, like it's not, it's driving. not, it's not like out here where you can allegedly like drive down a road <laughs> smoking a joint and wave at the sheriff. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know people that do crazy shit like that. That's nonsense. But veteran plates, you know. Anyway, so right. um, he can't smell that shit. He doesn't know what it is. He, right. Pull your ass over, feel inadequate because he never deployed. He doesn't want that, you know. He wants to feel like a big man. He wants um, you to think that he's a big man too. <laughs> oh man, it's a beautiful day outside. How's the weather down there, man? Um, okay, so it has been like 106 to 116 plus the last several <laughs> days. Like my car read 116 today. Um, it's only 130. Yeah, and it's it's a, a a balmy 92, but that's cool. I'll take that. Uh, I just got out of that one state where it's like. 85 degrees and humid and i couldn't walk a block without so uh i'm all about that high 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 temperature with low humidity i've got a buddy that lives kind of near the dfw area in dallas fort worth in texas that's nearby where i live yeah and he uh he was saying (laughs) that they're thinking about getting rid of their cattle that's how bad the the drought is the heat and the people's chickens are dying Cause like people got to remember I'm out in the Northwest and I'm on the edge of one of these, like, like different microclimates we've got out here. It's pretty dry where I'm at, but because we're on the foot in the foothills of the mountains or in the valleys at night, doesn't matter how hot during the day it gets. The temperature will drop like 40 degrees, bro. It was a hundred. It was over a hundred yesterday. And if it wasn't, it was close. It's probably like 99, 101. Right. And at night, it was 63, which is fucked up because you get that heat during the day. And then like whenever it's 70 at night, you're like, ah, cold. I get that. No, I like it. I kind of like it, bro. I kind of like it. I like it's nice because like when, I, when I'm from Texas, I'm from southeast Texas. I'm from the, the greater Houston area. So like I'm from yeah. a little town north of there. But I tell people I'm from the Houston area because it's kind of it. <laughs> um, it's kind of like if you're from like uh like an air, like a little town, like outside of Oklahoma city, you might just tell people you're from Oklahoma city. So we right, yeah, have yeah, a longer, yeah. longer conversation about like knows where the fuck Ada is. Right. It's exactly. Same kind of thing. So like, um, or like broken arrow people, like, right. well, I don't know. That might be but broken arrow is actually a city. I think. But yeah. I yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma is <laughs> odd. They oh like, yeah. They like toll roads and jesus and stuff. i forgot how weird it was like going to that other state it was a culture shock in so many ways and like i won't get super into that but yeah like just like even with the way the roads are laid out and shit it's strange oh yeah 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 i i i don't know and i i, I grew up like i grew up visiting tulsa a lot when i was right. a young man i i'm a, so folks originally i'm from southeast texas <laughs> and, but i was born in texas but my parents are from tulsa like from tulsa like from tulsa like lived on num- houses on numbered streets from t- in Tulsa proper right. Tulsa and Tulsa is a beautiful city. Yeah. It's really, really pretty. The and it's, Hill, well, and, and it, it's, well, not just that they've, they're, they're, what's the, the art deco art deco, right? If you're into art deco architecture, <coughs> weirdly enough, Tulsa is the best city in the nation to see it. They had that like 50s style, like that Texas was famous for too, with like like Whataburger kind of has elements of it. I, I I see exactly what you're saying about that the, too, like but I'm talking style, about like, older. I'm like, talking oh, about like, like, style, great, like like 20s, 30s. So there's a Methodist church in 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 um boo. Calm, right. calm, calm yourself. I'm talking about architecture. Will you just chill? Fair, fair. Churches have money. Boom, so man. they so they pay for wacky shit like cool architecture. And, and the Methodists are nice to let anyone go visit, and you can walk around this church. You just have to be polite. With a pocket full of quick read. Please don't. It's I'm kidding. Rude. No, this, so some shit is so old, it doesn't matter who owns it. You just have to be nice yeah, to it because it's so old. And, and honestly, this church has already been vandalized. So let's let's just not. It's okay. from the 20s. The, okay. the, the 
the the the techniques to make some of this stuff don't exist anymore. Wow. Can y'all not? The Methodists are the kindest, weakest, gentlest Christians. They have they have female pastors. Like they are not the ones you're after. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and admit whenever I heard Methodist, I got the ist messed in my mind and I heard Baptist and I got Methodist and Baptist confused. And I that's why there's the hostility. Okay. Uh, no, the Methodist, the headquarters of the United Methodist Church is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, okay. And it's a big, beautiful Art Deco church with this big, beautiful organ. And if you PM me, I'll tell you what time the organist practice, and you can go listen to it. But I ain't going to uh, say it here because right. I don't want some weirdo that Evan's egging on to blow up the damn organ. Oh, don't blow up the organ. Don't do <laughs> Now, if, if you are going to if you are gonna take my cult leader vibe and do what I say, then definitely go to a Baptist. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, maybe a Catholic. I'm kidding. Don't vandalize. Good shirts. God. Uh, uh, now I lost my goddamn train of thought. Now, um, now I'm afraid we're on a list. You were talking yeah. about the TSA and now I might chop the quick creep part out and bring us yeah, back around. Fuck to the quick creep. I'm this just kidding about that. It's just a beautiful church with a beautiful organ and the sanctuary was uh, built around the organ. So the acoustics are, are, heavenly That's, i don't know how else to, it's amazing you like it's it's cool they don't do that and shit get awesome yeah they yeah, don't man. yeah it's just a, like and, and also i don't know how other church i grew up i grew up like a little a little choir boy and right. i remember that that in our church services anytime there was like a special god this is weird <laughs> it became like the church lady talk you know but um <laughs> but uh it was always framed around music. There was a choir right. and then you had bells sometimes. And then there were other like the instruments. They hook you in yeah. With. yeah. But like, it was better. Like I'd go to Catholic church and they'd be like, I'm going to, I'm going to incense, incense, blibbity, blibbity. Enjoy a three hour wedding. Like I don't, but like in Methodist, they're like, Oh, woo. And then like, Oh, no, 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 no. But it's like buttoned up. It's like not, it's not like right. they're not, no one's doing backflips. They're not or Unitarians or whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. We're not like handling serpents or like speaking in tongues, you know? And you I went to one of those tongue speaking churches once when I was a kid Woo. and it was really high. Um, uh, back in, back in Schultz, Indiana. Those uh, are Pentecostals. Pentecostals. Right? Okay. Yeah. Those dudes are active down where I was. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, so I was going to bring something up on the TSA thing, and I kind of fucking trailed myself off. Um, if you're going to bring Ween on a plane, you need to do a few things. I want to discuss a few strategies before we get too deep on the show. And I talked about a little bit about this on the Insta, which you can stop Bongloads and BS on Insta. Bongloads and BS, Evan on Insta, and Uncle Dig on Insta. If you want to check out Uncle Dig the Bag, Seed Chronicles, I'm sure you should. There are a few things you can do. Um, and this is me speaking from my hypothetical personal experience. Like, if you get in trouble, it ain't my fault. So don't, don't come blaming me. Um, Realistically, if you're flying out of a legal medical state, they're not looking for weed and they're really not looking for drugs. And if you respect that, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in the, oh, respect the police way, because I have zero respect for a cop. Fuck the cop. Fuck you if you're a cop and you're listening. But if you respect them in that, you don't come in there flagrantly like smoking a bag of weed and you're not like, hey, don't, don't, don't touch my edibles there whenever you're talking to the TSA guy. Really, if you're leaving, they're probably not going to fuck with you, but watch your ass coming back. That's oh really. yeah. That's that. You know, I've wondered about that. Cause I have, I don't know how to phrase this. I have known of people who habitually um, travel mm -hmm. with different forms of cannabis. And I've always wondered like how they do it. And that seems to be the common thing. Like, first of all, none of it can be used. So if it's a vape cartridge, right. it has to be fresh. You can't hit it. Right. Like it's never been opened or used, or if it's been opened, it's still got the cap on, never been used. Right. And then he puts it, he just acts, he, this person acts like it's a, like it's a regular vape. He never, right. but I, I, I wondered about that. He never comes, he never comes back with them. They're burners. Yep. Like that's gotta be it. Cause I, I cause I, I've asked him to show me his kit and he's like, Oh, I get one every, a new one every time. I'm like, Oh, weird. And I'm like, Oh yeah. He must just, cause like, so allegedly, 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 I, uh, I've made a habit of, uh, traveling with disposable vapes 
because you can ditch them and it's not the end of the world. Right. Now that's a real, real, real good idea. Um, Dig, I hate to have to do this. That poop came back. Can I pause the recording Uh-oh. and go take a quick six minute poop? Yes. Dude, I'm so sorry. It's just, I, I, I can't sit still. It's like, it's turtle heading. Don't rush through your poop. I'll be uh, around. I'm going to go right. smoke weed. All right, brother. I'll be right back. All right. Bye. Okay. We're back. I had to take a shit. So we completely lost track of what we were talking about because I was also stoned and we pretty much got the TSA topic out of the way. The big points there are respect them. Don't take weed if you don't have to. And if you do, don't take a dram that says <coughs> this is cannabis. Play it safe. Now, I do want to talk about running out of weed in the state that I was in and uh, needing, needing, needing something else. It wasn't easy for me to find weed. I didn't have the time or really the patience to go trawling around on Reddit and find some sap to go get something for me. So I decided to get drunk one night. And uh, I, I, I can't even tell you legitimately the last time I actually got drunk at all. I can't tell you. I don't even have my one a month like you. And I decided I was at, I was at a Ritz hotel, a Ritz Carlton hotel, which, which that's not a flex. It was a really funny story how I ended up there. It's funny, but I ended up in this Ritz Carlton hotel and I went to this bar where they had like $130 prime ribs and shit. And I'm never going to eat there, of course, but I start drinking these old fashions that they make. And uh, these old fashions, they actually light shit on fire, like a special type of wood inside of the alcohol. So you get the fancy smoke. And uh, that thing was pretty goddamn good. And it cost $26. Oh, God. And I ended, oh, up, God. I ended up having three of them. Oh, my God. That's, eight, that's, six, that's so much money for the, three drinks. The it's beauty like of a per diem. They don't know exactly what they're paying for. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. So... <laughs> So on my, my fucking three $26 per diem drinks, drunk as fuck in a Southern state where I was a tourist. That's how you gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. How you gotta be. I decided, well, I'm probably so drunk because I haven't eaten anything and I can't really afford $130 prime rib. So let's go to waffle house. Oh fuck. Yeah. I love waffle house. In theory I do too, but there's the best waffle house is outside Austin, Texas. You need to eat there if you're ever there. It's amazing. And it's clean or it was clean 10 years ago. Anyway, (laughs) but my problem there was uh, to set the scene. I'm in the middle of a downtown of a major, major American city, like one of the five largest. And I'm hammered ass drunk. I have to rely on my phone for directions. And this city is such that, one block I'm staying on the Ritz and the next block, if you're smoking a cigarette, the homeless converge on you like, like pigeons after crumbs. Um, might as well had a big arrow on my head that said, please, please rob me. Ain't that America? Yeah. Right, right, right. Land of the I had to report though. I made it America? all the way to the waffle house, stood up there with my Land drunk ass ordering my Philly cheese steak, fucking Ain't waffle, whatever America? hash browns, hash browns is what it was. Philly cheese steak, hash browns, pink houses did not get mugged. And then on the way back to the hotel, I suffered a pretty serious shoulder injury. And that's why you shouldn't drink. The end. Wait, what? You got drunk and fell over? <laughs> I didn't fall over. I was trying to make it into an elevator before the door <laughs> closed. And I don't know if y'all know this about the Ritz-Carlton, oh but they God. use quality construction materials in the makings of their facilities. God damn it, dude. And when I Goldberg speared that gigantic brass-colored elevator door... It didn't give an inch. And I was trying to run through that door. I was trying to make it. Oh, and no. The, the sound in the middle of that Ritz-Carlton lobby at about two in the morning at this point was like a gunshot. <laughs> and I, got, I fucking get up off the floor and my oh shoulder, my. I already can't feel my heart. I'm just like, mother fuck. I look over. Both the hotel clerks are just laughing their asses off at me. Because <laughs> I done been over there once to get a replacement room key because I locked oh my key no. in my room. God damn it. And now I can't really move my arm and I should probably go to the doctor. Uh, are you, wait, can you move it now? I mean, I can, but like, I can't, like, if I've got a pop, I can't like, see it hurts. I can't do that. And like, there, oh, there are a few things. Oh, yeah. okay. That's great. <laughs> so okay. don't drink. Just get so, high. Don't get drunk. <laughs> God, it's worse than getting drunk and fall. If you'd fallen down, you'd probably been fine. Right. No, I, I, I Goldberg speared the uh, right door of an elevator with tremendous force. Yeah. Oh man, God, that sucks. <coughs> it was, can't be, can't be running trying to race elevators. We're too old for that shit, Evan. I was always too old and too slow for that, and it won't happen again. I, the, that I've decided the next time I just won't run out of weed. I'll do whatever's possible to not run out of weed. 
I feel like I've, I, yeah, it's rough, man. I haven't, the last time I went to a place where weed was illegal, (coughs) I was in in Kentucky several years ago for a wedding. Yeah, I I don't like Kentucky. I don't care for it. No offense to any Kentuckians out there, but like Louisville, like beautiful town, beautiful town. But there's Mm. no weed there. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's weed. I could have probably, like, if I was braver, I probably would have bought some weed from someone. Because, like, I felt like, you know what? Actually, I really like, (coughs) I really like some of the people in Louisville. Some of the people in Louisville were really cool. Some people in Kentucky are cool, yeah. But most, most of the people were, like, drunk and dying. Okay. That makes sense. It's just like. Well, we were there. It was weird. I think we were there during Derby weekend. So oh, yeah. Also, a, like, a, so, like, um, this this relative of ours had this wedding, and I got, like, bamboozled through beautiful generosity of re- relatives by having to go. And I thought, well, yeah. cool, I'm broke. I can't afford that. So we're yeah. not going. And then they're like, let us fly you. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks, family. Yeah, and so I ended up going to Kentucky. And it was it was nice. It was a nice wedding, but the the derby crowd is exactly as awful as you one like oh yeah I, I was like on the sidewalk okay i'm gonna paint a picture i was on the sidewalk in my nice button up like and i and at the time like i was a little more conservative looking because i was still working for the federal government right and and so i was like, imagine me but like more buttoned up and like less high because i'm in okay. kentucky okay. and um and and i i'm i'm i this is when i vaped i was vaping and this old dude with like diabetic sores on his leg Ugh. who needs his wife. Listen, bro, who needs his wife to help him walk? All right. I'm painting you a picture. All right. Yeah. Comes up to me and says, You know what that thing is? That thing's for pussies. <laughs> and I looked at him and I hit my vape again. And I'm like, Bro, what are you doing? Right. That's what I did. I just looked at him. I'm like, Bro. What are you doing? Like, like I look at he's like, he's like, he just like, like bucked up at me and looked at me. And I looked at him like, dude, I am not swinging on you. You're going to have to like, there's no way this is happening how you want. Like I, he was like literally trying to pick a fight with me. And I was like, bro, you have to, if you're going to pick a fight with me, you're old as fuck. You're going to have to hit me. Like, I'm not just going to like punch an old, like half dead dude. Like, I don't know what it was just weird. I respect your restraint because if I know somebody's trying to challenge me like that, they either think that they can get away with it or they're banking on their open sores and their ability to walk to save them. And I've got kind of reach. What about option anyway. three? What if that guy's got a gun in his waistband and wants to stand your ground situation? I am willing to go with that. Yeah. Nah, dude, listen here. Let me tell you something. The best that you should never get into a fight. You're not willing to lose kids. Right. And I am not willing. And like, listen, if he swings on me, I'm going to defend myself. Right. But I am not willing to get my ass beat by a drunk old diabetic in Louisville, Kentucky, while I'm a guest at, at a, a fucking wedding. someone's destination wedding. This is not happening. And here's another thing, folks. Let me tell you something very, very explicit that you need to understand. You don't fight at weddings. Listen to me very carefully. Listen to me. You don't fight at weddings. This right. ain't about you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he said or who he pushed. You defend yourself. I get it. But don't fight at weddings. Don't fight at weddings. Listen, don't fight at weddings. Fight at a wedding while coming in wearing a white dress and play a Bluetooth speaker God. while the best man's talking. I'm kidding. Don't fight at weddings. God, I hate that shit. So fucking mm-hmm. stupid. So be the one place where everyone is just there to have a good time. Weddings suck. I don't, I'm glad weddings. Oh, fuck you. I love weddings. I love weddings so no, much. No. I love, I love weddings so much. I went to one in Kentucky. That's how much I love fucking weddings. A wedding is like, it's slightly better than a bar because you probably know some of the people there. Like, oh I don't do any of that God, shit. Fuck I that. I love no. weddings. Everyone's like happy or forcing, forced to pretend to be happy. No. And like, and like, and like a lot of times it's the happiest the couple's ever going to be. So you really get to see them just shine. I love it, man. I love weddings. I love the dancing and the weird like traditions that different people do 
and how obsessive they get about it. No. I love the emotional outbursts. No. It's so cringy, but wonderful. Like I always act like my wife, when we go to a wedding, I'm always act like she's dragging me there, but I always have such a great time. I love weddings. 100% disagree with that assessment. Get married. Get married as many times as you can in life, kids. I love weddings. All right, I'll stick with the ones Invite on me to your wedding. I'm my wedding alive. was great, but I, your you know, I had to force everybody to go to it, you know, because that's that's really, if you're not weird like Uncle Dig, you understand that a wedding is actually a, a social obligation that other people put on you. And then that creates an obligation to like get a gift. I don't want to dance and get drunk no, on someone else's dog. No, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not, oh. I'm not interested in that. It sounds amazing. It's amazing. A wedding is great. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, even if you buy an expensive gift, you're going to fucking pound 10 tequila fucking things at the free bar. You're going to make your money back. I'm good on that, too. Listen, so I have a bad liver for a reason, folks. I wasn't going to drink <laughs> anyway, so like that, that doesn't appeal to me. I've got a good liver. My, my liver is fucking probably the healthiest organ in my body, I would guess. Well, listen, I love weddings so much. I've had I've had I've got been married twice. And mm-hmm. my first when I when I was celebrating my divorce from my first wife, my buddy poured a pitcher of beer down my throat and most of it made it into me no. that's the kind of drinking i was doing in the army <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems to be the standard oh that was great there's a beer all over me yeah oh man i'm good on that i'm good on that. <laughs> i drink once every couple of years and you know dislocate my shoulder and that's well, now now i have sweet lady cannabis to fight those urges to get to get to crawl into the bottom of a bottle just to see what's down there like I never really, I, I, I obviously alcohol problems are a big thing. I know plenty of people <laughs> with them and shit, but I never understood the allure. Drinking just is not, you know. I don't know. I these edibles are booster. I had a uh, 150 milligrams in and 100 milligrams swell like right before we went on, and things are starting to slow down a little. Yeah, usually Evan uh, sends me topics the day before and I yeah. do a little research and I think about what I'm going to say before I come on here. And today there was no thinking. So we just kind of right. freeballed it. Yeah. And then we ended up talking about getting drunk in Southern cities. Which so, is fine, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So something, anything going on in uh, Oklahoma cannabis news? Have the... Uh, have they started? Uh, have they started rolling back the medical program and putting everybody in camps yet? Like, what's going on? <laughs> not yet. Um, there are <laughs> some recreational measures, and I've not kept up with them much at all because I'm actually kind of worrying about them and keeping my head out of it. I don't oh, know. okay. But there, there are a couple state question apparently signatures that are getting pretty far that might end up turning us into a rec program. Which, whatever. Hopefully, it'll be a program where at least I'll pay for your tax dollars as a medical patient, and there's some advantages to that. But the big thing is that moratorium is going into effect in uh, 14 days. Right. That starts for two years. Um, People, and it's not all the licenses. It is growers, not, yeah, growers and dispensaries. And I think that's it. So I think you can still get a processor license. And I know you can still get a transporter license, which are the four categories. So I, okay. I, I, you can't fully disagree with the move just because there are a fuckload of dispensaries in this state and the signal to noise ratio is abysmal, like straight up. It's good because if you know where the good dispos are, it's cool. But like for every one kick-ass dispo, like a better bud or Oki Kush club or fucking craft or likewise or stability, there are 10 to 15 places that are a little better than a trap. And you go in there and like the weed, as soon as you touch it, it crumbles into dust. And like, there's a lot of that. So if this moratorium results in a little bit of a, hopefully not a culling. You don't want to see people go out of business, of course. Like, I don't want to see anybody struggle, but if it provides these businesses perhaps a little incentive to do better and to get a little more competitive with their pricing and their rewards programs, right. then I'm, I'm, I'm not fully with the moratorium, but I'm also not 100% against it, if my stance makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much to add. That was a good overview of what's going on in Oklahoma a little bit. I looked up, I looked in the uh, old news feed here and I couldn't really see anything that looks like worth talking about. And then I decided, well, let's see what's going on in my home state of Oregon. I was going to ask. And I'm looking here and it looks <laughs> like uh, they're projecting, a, like the de- they're saying the demand for cannabis is plummeting in Oregon. Interesting. What? Yeah. Yeah, well, we've been a notoriously high, cons- 
high consumption uh, state for a long time. There's a lot of uh, people who like to consume a lot of cannabis here. Right. Um, and it says, well, that's not true. How, how do they track consumption? How do they, how do they, know? I think they're just tracking like cannabis sales. Let's look here. Well, that's, you guys have a good growing ability that like you're growing, you know, the, the, the amount of growing that they let you do is very nice. So I can see that. Yeah, that's dude. Honestly though, I think most people who smoke weed don't grow it. Like almost like 99% of people who, 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 who use cannabis don't grow it. Like I, there's a lot of people who, who get really interested in cannabis, mm-hmm. um, but they never really step into that growing lane. Right. Um, so I don't know, man, like, and we're and like little small independent home growers aren't filling this. I, I don't know, man, I'd have to read the article more and see what they're talking about, right. but it, it's all, there's a couple different articles that are saying that the demand is down. Um, but that, that could be a, 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 like a bunch of different factors. I mean, right. or, economy, or, yeah, well, they were, they were talking about inflation, right? Um, like, and I don't know, man, like, I don't, I don't have a lot of the pressure. Like, so a lot of people have pressures on them that I don't, like, I don't have children. So like, like, I don't have a lot of like unexpected expenses coming from like school fees or school fees <laughs> or whatever because kids you know they Old they gallons they, of milk getting left out overnight and fucking right milk. yeah like stuff, stuff like that you know kids are gonna kid and if you have them they're gonna cost because they're gonna kid they have they make expensive mistakes sometimes right, it just right. is what it is i don't have that so a lot of times my consumption is pretty stable right you no know, i don't have home grower i'm gonna go buy it no big deal so my demand's pretty stable and so for me as a home grow, <coughs> right around this time is when everybody who's smoking on their home grow starts supplementing with bought weed or is dry. Now, right. Cause, because oh, you're, because you, you like, if you've, if you, you smoked most of your outdoor by now, if you didn't plan well, like I didn't and, and, and I've smoked most of my indoor from the winter now, wow. I like smoking weed, man. I'm like, it's like that scene in the Hobbit. You smoke too it's much. It's pretty cool. Pip. <laughs> it's so much fun that long bottom leaf or whatever that's the only thing i know about long lsu is the long bottom leaf um I, that, that leads me to a question now we talked about Oregon's program before and there was some shit with the growing side where like you had to be attached to somebody with a growing license and all this wild shit now as far as your dispo scene goes is it just basically a, a matter of get recommendation go to dispo or do you have to like register with the dispos you shop at or like how does that go Okay, so you can just go into a dispensary as a person 21 and over in Oregon and buy, I think, an ounce. Okay, okay. Um, I think it's an ounce. It's not more than an ounce. But you can buy, like, uh, 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 edibles. They're not – there's two tiers of edibles. I think you can get, like, 100-milligram edibles if you're medical, and then you get, like, 10-milligram dosage. But there's nothing stopping you from drinking the whole bottle or eating the whole candy bar. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's that would kill me. And that's something I've been spoiled by in Oklahoma is, you know, where we may have the highest set of limits in the country. I don't know that for sure, but we've but got you. Be- you could get um, you could get a medical card and you could get more potent edibles, but there's not that many medical dispensaries anymore. Oh, but, so uh, specific medical dispensaries. See, okay. well, there's so there used to be last time I checked, there was three. Oh, wow. Um, the rest of the dispensaries are all wrecked because it's it's easier, just easier. Right. Um. Now, yeah, you just go in, man. If you're 21 and up, you just go in, you buy your weed. I don't know what to tell you. It's really simple. Uh, that's a, no, that's, I mean, that's now, super cool. Now, now, what I will say is, um, as a patient, you're still incentivized to get your card because you don't have to pay taxes. Right, which is awesome. And then you usually, a lot of places may give you a discount. I get a veteran discount. Um, and I get access to some, some, some dispensaries will do nice things for veterans. Like they'll have like special, like, like baskets in the back where you can be like, Hey, can I see the vet box? And they'll bring it out. And it's like two grams for like a dollar or whatever, little like cheap weed like that. Oh, that's cool. Sometimes it's fire. Sometimes it's cheap weed, but it's still so cheap. You don't care. It's like amazing that you're getting, I bought bro. I bought an ounce for a dollar the other day. That's pretty cool. Wow. How, how, how was the weed? Two years old, but it okay, was, fair. it was, it was kept well. I just been rolling in joints. Yeah. It's been good. 
That's was it all oxidized? I can't handle oxidized weed. What do you mean oxidized? Where it like turns brown from being no, it's purple. They 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 stored it right. Okay, okay, that's what. Yeah, I, it was like it was it was a little dried out because it was older, but it still had its color. It still broke apart nice. It wasn't making dust. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, well, I mean like, for two year old weed, that's pretty legit. Yeah, dude, I got me high. Yeah. Now something something you said a minute ago makes. Do you want to see it, dude? I've got. Yeah, it. I'd like here. to see it. Yeah, here. Yeah, let me grab it. Let's see you dig for the the podcast listeners and all. I've been I've been I've been digging through this for like a week. Oh shit, that's the remainder of the ounce. Yeah, let me pull it. Like this purple Hindu Kush. I can't Uh, remember the farm. I'm sorry. Um, I need to. I one day I'll need to shout them out just for being nice and like. Give you an ounce for a dollar. Two. Yeah. Because the farm. Yeah, that's not bad, bro. No man, no, not for a dollar. No, no hell. Fucking dollar an ounce, not a gram, folks. That's like the, we're just trying to get rid of it and have to charge you something price. Right. Well, they can't give it away. They right. used, used to, um, if you were a veteran, if you were, if you could prove you were disabled, mm. um, and this is one thing that's great about medical, especially because I'm a disabled vet, people just throw a sacks of weed at you. Mm-hmm. Like they just feel like, oh, um, cause it wasn't as heavily regulated when it was medical. Right. Like if you, once you were in the system, um, some people would donate large, some like, like growers. So for like, for instance, if the old days, if there was a medical dispensary near me and I grew an excess of weed, I would transfer that small amount of weed to them and sell it to them. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. But like, I can't, there's not one near me and it costs money. And now you have to use metric if you do that. Oh yeah, dude. I, I, it running metric here would destroy my ability to grow. Oh, I bet metrics are pain in the ass for a lot of well, people. Well, no, it's it, it. Well, I'm not a I'm not a professional. I'm a home grower, disabled guy. Right. But like, I like metric is like a full administrative job almost. Right. And if I've got if I so the way I pop seeds, like I buy seeds from online catalogs. Right. They're there. I have to enter those into the metric system. Then I have to tell them every time I call a plant, anytime I take cuttings, all the shit. Like I don't have time for that. And a lot of the shit I'm doing is going nowhere. Like I'll take clones just to be like, oh, I have a clone. And then, oh, I didn't need that by like, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm just out here fucking around. Like I don't, I don't show y'all everything I do. Cause some of it's fucking stupid. It makes no sense. I'm just doing it. Cause like I grew, like I grew, like tried to grow five plants in one pot run one time. It's dumb. It didn't work, but uh, you know, fun. that fun. didn't sound like it would just by the description, but I also don't know much about growing weed. Now, part of it was because the biggest plants were male. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if you got a male in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, it was it was, it was a bad time. But, like, I, I think you would grow two in the same pot and it'd be all right. Oh, but... Like, I, I think that was an old way that people used to, like, maximize yield in space is they would plant two seeds together in the same pot, yeah. and then that way they would get more colas in the square feet even if the plants were competing. Does that make sense? I mean, I suppose, yeah. I, I I don't know near enough about the process to like have a gut feeling one way or the other. Oh, that would work out. Like th- that sounds cool. I read it in in the old Grow Bible from old Ed Rosenthal, but that I have an older copy. Now I do have something else. You said that has me wondering about the way the cost of weed works in 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 a state of inflation and high costs. And here's what I'm thinking: this this. Oh my god, my cat won't stop meowing. Um. Okay, so if you go to a restaurant and okay. your the price of your meal has gone up because the cost of cooking oil and meat and like side shit has all gone up, like that's pretty immediate. Like you can eat at the restaurant this week and it costs this, and maybe you eat at the restaurant next week and it's like you your meal's like two dollars more. With weed, typically the product that you get is like so far removed, like time wise from like the actual like effort of making it. It makes you wonder in like, you know, say six months time or something, are the growers that had to pay out the ass more for like fertilizer and shit and different growing materials? Is that we've got to be more expensive here in like six months? Like it's a, it's an interesting thought. I don't know, man. I was reading like a couple different articles and they're all quoting prices for pounds that are bullshit. Oh, like, listen, I like, they were quoting uh, like people were getting a thousand a pound last year. That's not, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's how much they were getting. I'm sorry, but I don't believe that. 
Because, I mean, that was the whole reason that half of the fucking growers that were in small time got out is they couldn't get more than they couldn't get more than 600 a pound. Oh, yeah. So, like, I don't think like this. I don't know, man. I, 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 I find that, like, a lot of those numbers that I'm seeing, like, I just don't believe I don't like the price per pound. Like I believe it when they tell me that like people are paying like like higher on the black market. Of course they're paying three thousand a pound for black market. You can sell a fucking ounce for two hundred dollars in fucking New York City or three hundred dollars. Like so, so why the fuck wouldn't you fucking pay that much to get it moved out there? Plus it costs to move black market shit around. Right. So of course it costs more. And a lot of the a lot of the growers who are still in the game on the on the down low. That's all they're doing because it's the only way they can make their money they need to make to make their small operation work. And then, so the, the, that would tell me that if it's back to a thousand a pound, that means that the, that the demand is down or something, something's weird's going on. Right. Something weird is going on if that's the price because that shouldn't be the price. The price should be lower. I'm not, and I'm not even, I know that's bad for growers. I'm not trying to be right. some anti grower, but like, in a post legalization world, no one should be paying more than like eight, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars a pound should be the top of the market. The top. This I don't here, want there. There's one dispensary in particular that catches shit for famously paying like fifteen hundred a pound for some shit. Um, so yeah, that my gut says I don't know what my gut means. I'm fucking stoned. It's good. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to like cast aspersions, but like, you got to remember. Like weed people when they're talking about yields and shit, if they don't know you, are that what are they telling you? Uh, Is it the truth? Like yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I, a lot, and a lot of because of the way the game has been slash is slash, I, I don't know. Maybe it always will be. Mm. That a lot of these these people that are still in the game who have been in the game for like ten years, like since legalization, kind of kind of started right maybe they're on the up and up now but have they always been no like, most you know what i, you know what I mean yeah. so like well metric makes it harder to kind of fluff on that shit i guess too bullshit no bullshit listen here washington state uses metric okay <laughs> there is there's more diversion on that market than there probably is in oregon huh. I, right, I, right I, listen, listen i don't know listen. shit about metric either Dude, listen, you got to put it in metric for it to be in metric. How about that? Like, okay, no, that's fair. I mean, I mean, honestly, like people are like, oh, seed to sale. Okay. Who's putting it in? Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's now a lot of these farms have metric people that come in like, yeah, like you can, what it's not metric. Isn't a little mite shaped robot that walks around your (laughs) farm and is like, oh, I see you have an extra one here. I'm going to call the OLCC and tell them, no, it's a fucking computer that some clerk or someone you've hired to manage it runs. It can be lied to. Like, I don't know. People like regulation only works if the market participates in it, folks. That's I And I'm not even saying that that's a good or a bad thing, but the reason that your auto mechanic has a license it's because all the auto mechanics got together and thought, you know, Cletus is a fucking idiot and broke that transmission and cost me money. Maybe we should make sure all these guys have a base level of skill right. before we start letting them poke around and shit that explodes <laughs> thousands of times a day. Right. Maybe, maybe. No, I don't know. So, you know, that's really I- loud. Could you hear me when I just yelled? That's really loud. Yes. I'm on the wrong fucking mic. I'm sorry, Dig. Oh my God. I'm always doing something wrong. So I sound like I'm in a room. You are in a room. I don't, I, my, my, oh my Lord. I'm on the wrong fucking mic. Ooh, that sounds sultry. Good Lord, man. So the podcast is going to sound like absolute ass. I'm sorry. I didn't notice. No, I, have, okay. I have hearing damage. Now, now I probably sound a little better. It's okay. We're just going to have to go with the webcam mic this episode. Whatever. I'll fix it. God, man. Fuck, man. You know what's great? You're getting all the mistakes out of the way. Yeah, this so is one I've made before, and I shouldn't have. Now the whole episode that was really good is going to sound like ass. Whatever. I'll oh, I like, I like that. I like that we feel like this is a good episode. I'm, I'm feeling a bit disembodied. Um, well, on that too- note, 
I've been getting, oh, do I need to go find another Dr. Pepper? Yeah. 